You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, July 30th. 2018. You're listening to episode 322. My name is Rob. Jason is here with me. Hello. I bit my tongue eating dinner tonight, Jason. <clears throat> so if I sound a little weird or if you feel like I'm pronouncing stuff weird, yeah, uh, that's why. Yeah. What? That is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Bite my cheek. Yeah. Bite my lip. Sure. Bite my tongue. Really? Just chomped right down on it. Ouch. I was trying to eat and talk to Christine at the same time. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do so it. it was dumb. <clears throat> That'll was teach dumb. you to have a conversation with your wife. I know, right? Shh. She just, I just, I should just, ah. So, yeah, anyway, I'm trying to be gentle with the, the left side and tip of my tongue right now. Good good to know. Glad yeah. we had this convo. Yeah, me too. Uh, not glad, though, that I bit my tongue because. No, I wouldn't be either. Because it's not cool. <clears throat> I don't enjoy it. I didn't finish my dinner either. Cause oh, it's that bad? Wow. I just, I was like, ow, ow, I'm just going to stop. Bite my tongue once, shame yeah, can, on me. Bite I can tell it twice. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can tell it's a little bit swollen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll yeah. happen. And that, then when it's swollen, you're more likely to bite it again, right? I mean, I have to imagine. Yeah. Just, you know, it just makes sense. It's true. Yeah, it's a fact. Just like when you bite your cheek once, you're gonna bite it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, so this is the this is the episode before Gen Con. It is the episode, also known as the Gen Con preview episode. The Gen Con preview episode. That's, um, it's both of those things. So here's the preview from Gen Con. Uh, yeah, the IDC still doesn't have a room. Thanks, Gen Con. Uh, if the IDC does have a room, then you heard Rob say it at the beginning of this episode, hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll put a little bumper. Otherwise, listen, guys, first of all, this is good advice anyways. Follow us on Twitter, at J.A. Slingerland, at Poorly underscore Designed. We will be tweeting the crap out of it. So will our pals like Chris Kopak. At Podcast BTG. Uh, at Podcast BTG. Probably won't tweet from it from that one, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of important that you do that, actually. No, I will, I will, I will. Yeah. Um, but guys, so uh, be prepared for this because this year is going to be spectacular. Mm-hmm. Might be the craziest thing we've ever done. Yep. We'll let you know once we figure it out. Right. I, I was just about <laughs> to say, might also be totally tame and and the worst because we just don't know what we're doing yet. That's how we do this. It's going to be great. It's how we do this. So uh, yeah. do we want to talk more about that or we want to save the rest of that? Let's for save later. that for the end. All right. Save that for the end. Yeah. I wanted to plug something real quick if you don't yes. mind. Uh, I builders have heard me talk about uh, uh, that uh, card-driven RPG that I uh, that I found at Gen Con back, mm-hmm. back in 2016 called Ter- Tales of Arcana or Arcana. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, maybe it was 2015. Anyway, it was like the build a character by flipping over three cards. Right. Yeah. yeah very improv-y, uh, all card-driven, uh, and and encouraged encouraged role playing and and not dice rolling. You know. Right. Uh, and I just love it. I really love it. The uh, these expansion set, or I guess he's calling it the second set, is mm-hmm. on Kickstarter right now. Uh, it's cool. cheap. Uh, uh, it's 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 easy. Uh, you can you can get the first set and the second set together. But it's I mean you can also just get the second set if you don't have the first, and you could totally play with that new set. <clears throat> um, I I would highly recommend it if you guys if anybody out there likes RPGs but doesn't like doesn't want to have the big investment, right? And likes likes the storytelling and the improvisational pieces of it, the role playing of it, right? More than you like the strategy and the and the miniatures combat. Um, I I mean I think it's just killer. It's really killer. I cannot recommend it more highly. Cool. Um, I love it to death. Anyway, great. So, 
Also, uh, I'm going to put in the show notes, because uh, Rob's going to remind me, a link to the official trailer to the documentary about making board games. Um, oh, cool. They've been working on that for a couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, so, and they just sent, uh, actually, we have a thing, we have to fill out like releases or something, because okay. they interviewed us. I think I already means... filled out one of those. Okay. Well, he sent a thing and said, could you guys please do that? Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Sure. I'll get it for you. Uh, anyways, so, uh, yeah. So, um, Eric sent that over to me just today and said, hey, here's the official trailer. I started watching it, and then you showed up. But uh, it looks really good. Good. Like it looks, it looks really good. Are I'm we in excited. the trailer? Uh, for the first part, I saw no. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know why we would be. The first thing in the trailer is Mike Salinker, so I was like, well, we're probably not going to be in there. <laughs> and then like, the third thing in the trailer was Matt Leacock, and I was like, we are out. Definitely There's not. No in the trailer. way. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, saw what is it? S- forbidden, Forbidden Sky or something? For yeah, yeah. Is anyway, that? Is we'll that get a, to that. Is that a Matt Leacock joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the third oh. in the Forbidden series. Oh. It's gonna be a check on this year. Yeah. I was like, "Forbidden Sky." Why does that sound familiar? And I think yeah. it's because I was putting the word "forbidden" with something. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. We'll get to that. All right. So Gen Con, though, coming up here, uh, we will be leaving. We're actually gonna leave a day late this time. Mm-hmm. Normally, we leave Wednesday. This time, we're gonna leave Thursday morning. Save that um, night in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, save a night in a hotel. A bunch of food and drinks, probably too. Presumably, yep. It's, yep. it will literally save us hundreds of dollars to go down a little bit later. It will. Um, and really won't that much affect our experience. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, we'll be down there Thursday by noonish. Uh, mm-hmm. plans for Thursday in general are to see what's in the vendor hall. Do your first sweep, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're not the type of people that have to go buy the, uh, um, the, uh, unattainable thing. Like that's not, no, us. no, that's not us. So, um, which is cool. God love the people that do, right? Because, sure. man, good for you. I know our buddy Copac does and some others do, and mm-hmm. you have more willpower and stamina than I do. And patience. Uh, yeah, and patience. Oh, loads more patience. But uh, but anyways, yeah, so it's uh, that. I, I have a game pitch. Four yeah. o'clock, I have a game pitch. On Thursday. On Thursday. Oh, Did man. Did I say that already? Getting, no, you didn't yeah, get yeah, it done yeah. early. So, yeah. Pitching the new game that's the old game. Oh. So I'm, uh, I'm going to be pitching uh, We Have Amnesia. Yeah. Which is formerly mustachioed. Yeah. Um, but I showed it to a publisher. They gave me some feedback that it'd be cool if maybe it wasn't just mustaches. Maybe it was it was a little more replayable mm-hmm. by adding in more stuff. So now I've added in um, hats, facewear, and neckwear. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of a combination of all those things plus right. mustaches. Um, and uh, it it now should be infinitely replayable because the combos will always be different. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, streamline the gameplay a bit to make it a little bit tighter, which I'm excited about. Yeah, and uh, and also double the questions from 90 to 180. It's a lot um, of questions. And we had fun with those questions. You yeah. helped me with quite a few of them. That it was, was uh, it was challenging to come up with was. just simple questions that were that were simple, but also kind of open for interpretation right. or open for interest interesting uh, uh, perspectives. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They couldn't be like, am I a pirate? Right? Yeah, no, no, no. no. It yeah. had to be like, you know, right. uh, do I drink a lot of rum? Right? <laughs> and that even is still a little it's probably a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um uh but we yeah, the the question Do I enjoy a sunset? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Does red sky at night is that my delight? Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. But no, I'm really happy with the questions that yeah. came out of it. I feel really good about them. Um, so we'll see. I, even if this publisher is not interested, I still feel really good mm-hmm. about um, where where the game is at now. Yeah, uh, I think it's more replayable. Uh, 
kind of the person gave me the permission too to said, you know, for me to publish a a, a fifty four card game or a hundred and eight card game, it's not really that much of a difference, right? Because oh, wow. yeah. the box is going to probably be about the same because they want that certain shelf space, right? Sure, sure. Um, so they said, make it, you know, make it a little bigger. Don't worry about that. Um, so I thought, well, you know what? Let's try it. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited though to do a game pitch day one. Just get it over with. Yeah, that's great. Literally, that's my only pitch the whole time I'm there because, <laughs> uh, oh, because reasons that I can't talk about. But yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just was almost. Oh man, still can't talk about that. Blah 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 blah. You can't talk about <laughs> no. that. No. Oh dang. At Gen Con, you find me. Come hell or high water, we'll talk about it. <laughs> hopefully, right. yeah. Uh, hopefully, I think by then I'm going to be allowed to talk about it. Uh, I think even. By the time this airs, I might be able to talk about it. Yeah, but i I don't want to. I don't want to have you have to edit this. Out no, no, I understand. I'm wrong, I, understand. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thursday. So Thursday, uh, Christina are going to go to a burlesque show on uh, Thursday night. Cool. Yeah, I think I don't think that's uh, like in the convention center. I think it's at a theater nearby. Like last year, we went and saw They Might Be Giants, right? Right, right. And we we really had fun, kind of getting away from from yeah, the show yeah, yeah. for an evening and going to see a show. Right. I mean, the show is there because of the event, right, right, right. But to get out of the convention center for for one night, um, so we're yeah, so we're gonna go see a burlesque show. That's great. Yeah, it'll be fun. I hope it. I hope it'll be fun. I don't know. I mean, it's a burlesque show, I and mean, that's kind of the thing. It's probably it's like gonna supposed be to be fun. Yeah, yeah. If it's not fun, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Or you are. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're doing that Thursday night. That's really that, that's the only thing that I've got on the schedule for Thursday. Uh, I think Christine's got classes and seminars that she's booked through the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, basically. because she's really into the belly dancing and stuff. Belly dancing right? so, and, and the writing seminars. So she's doing yeah. a lot of those two things. She's going to go, she's going to a thing by, um, oh, the guy who wrote the Expanse series. I, I don't remember his name now. Yeah, I know who you're talking about that. Yeah. Um, so James S.A. Corey, I think is the name. So to be clear, uh, she now is busier than we are at Gen Con. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Oh, yeah. No, she loves it. That's what we like to call irony. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, she's going to a, so some kind of seminar that he's doing and, and going to his book signing. Um, yeah, she's a huge Expanse fan. Did she watch the show? Or is that uh, the same thing? She has seen what's on Netflix, I think. But I think okay. the newest season is not on Netflix okay. yet. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I just anyway. was curious. Yeah. I assume it's the same thing. So Yeah, I think it follows the same yeah. the same story. I haven't read any of it. I, I like I'm in this this zone right now where I feel like I read so much science fiction when I was a teenager from from like from like age twelve to about age 25 mm-hmm. really in that range i just i just devoured so much sci-fi and fantasy that i just can't do it anymore okay like i need i'll need at least another five to eight years away from it before i can <laughs> pick up another book with a dragon on the cover or with a spaceship on the cover okay i just yeah, uh, yeah. i mean i want to and i'm not saying that i that those are bad books right because right. i love i love those genres but i just can't bring myself to do it again right now it's interesting because I bet a lot of people that like really like D and D also like the fantasy books, like with dragon stuff. I but read like, a lot of D and D novels, <laughs> but, but frankly, because of all the time I spent playing D and D, that yeah. actually makes me not want to watch or oh, yeah. read another story about a dragon. Like, yeah, yeah. Unless there's like an like like I know it's not a good movie. I know it's not a good movie, but but <laughs> okay. uh, uh, oh my gosh, what is it? Dragon Slayer? Dra- no, no. Um. What's the what's the Rain of Fire? Rain of, Rain of Fire. Fire. Yeah, it's not a good movie, but darn no. it, it's different. They took a different take on it, right? And they made it different. I suppose I love that movie. I know. It's not good. We talked about that a couple good, years but, ago. Um, but but you, that to me is it's no. like a twist, right? That's what I like about it. Let's yeah. do something different. Yeah, yeah. Let's give anyway. Matthew McConaughey an axe right. and make him real scary. 
in a tank. That is like the least Matthew McConaughey rule ever, though, right? It is out of character for him. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I bet he forgot that he made that movie. You think he lost a bet? That dude doesn't forget anything. That's true. That guy lives every second of his life with passion and vigor. <laughs> I heard um, I heard James Marsden. Uh, uh-huh. You know who that is, right? Uh, um, is he the guy who was on Buffy or the guy who was Cyclops? Cyclops. Okay. Okay. The other guy is James Marsters. I always yeah, mix them yep. up. Okay. It's really confusing. So, yeah. uh, But James Marsden, who's also on uh, Dead... Um, um, Deadwood, the no, thing, wrong. the Western show, Westworld, yeah. Westworld. Um, he was being interviewed recently, and he did a Matthew McConaughey thing, and he was oh, like, yeah. you know, you can't just be like the all right, all right, all right. He's like, because everybody can do that, right? Yeah. He's like, you gotta like, and he, oh my gosh, like yeah. he just, he just nailed it. It was Good. amazing, like, because that guy doesn't look like a guy who can do impressions, right? Yeah. Like, he just looks like he's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, it's me, I'm Cyclops. Yeah. And like yeah. the boringest dude possible on Westworld. I know, right? He's just so he's so like neutral. Everything that guy does, even when he was Cyclops, right? He was just like like super neutral. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know the the best thing about him on Westworld though is that someone wrote that character and said, "I'm going to call you Teddy," yeah. and there will never be a more perfect name for someone <laughs> ever. <clears throat> I mean, really? Like, yeah. It's just it's Teddy. almost too on the nose, yeah, right? Right. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So Gen Con, uh, um, Friday, Friday, uh, Friday. I actually have two pitches scheduled for Friday. I didn't tell you this. What are you pitching? Uh, I'm pitching the game. I'll be pitching on the show next week. My, uh, my item shop game that I haven't even talked about on the show. You're going to pitch that? Yes. Yeah, oh, but they asked you, right? So or something? two publishers reached out to me and said, Hey, do you, we're going to be at Gen Con. Do you have anything you want to show us? And I didn't want to say no, so you were like, uh, "Okay, uh, well, show this game." So I, I, you know, so I, I told them about Hardpoint. Uh huh. I told them about uh, Item Shop, which at that time I, I had play tested once, <laughs> turned it into Jason Tagman. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then and I, I told them about um, Treasure Trouble. Uh huh. And so the one says, "Hey, hey, the Item Shop thing and the Treasure Trouble thing sounds great. Let, let me let me look at those." And the other one said, "Well, let's look at your Item Shop game." Um. And, but I made sure to tell both of them, you know, I normally wouldn't, I don't want to waste anybody's time right, here. Right, I normally right. wouldn't do that. But if you, you know, I, I'd be happy to show you for shit. If you're asking. I just, I just want you to know it's still, I'm still very much in development on this. And they said, oh, right. yeah, 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 that's fine. So, so, okay. Okay. Cool, cool. That, that was a weird. Do we know the publishers? Uh, you know who they are. Okay. Yeah, right. And the one we've talked about, the other one. I'll tell you when we're not recording because okay. I don't want to say while we're recording. Yeah, yeah. Just in case to deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay. Because um, yeah. we know who they both are? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. Right. Well, that's um, great. Yeah. Um, so that was quite the surprise. But they're also back to back, 11 and 12 o'clock on- Oh, oh that's scary. <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. So uh, I've got the one at, at 11 o'clock. I don't think it'll take the full hour. The mainer, the bigger con- mainer concern, <laughs> the bigger concern is where do they want me to go and do I have enough time to get from place right. A to place B? Right. But we'll figure it out, I guess. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. And then and then I don't have anything else the rest of the day Friday. Cool. Um, uh, though, oh, I should also say, uh, I've been getting some good feedback from some folks uh, on based on the, the print and play of Red Planet. 
Oh, um, nice. People actually printed that off and play it? That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I've gotten some, things huge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's I've awesome. gotten some really incredible feedback. And these are people who are who are uh, from that community, from the Red Planet community and the virtual oh, community, yeah, right? Nice, nice. Yeah, and so they're they're all about it. And some really, really wonderful feedback and excellent criticism. Uh and and one of those guys, Chris, I off the top of my head, I don't remember Chris's last name. Actually, I got feedback from two Chris's. Um so uh so the one uh he actually said, Hey, if you're gonna be a Gen Con, I'm gonna be a Gen Con, let's play together. Let's I you know, let's nice, do this together, nice, right? Nice. So I was like, yeah. Yes, thank you. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I told him, hey, I'm busy for this two hours, but I'm wide open the rest of the time. These two hours and then, of course, Saturday night. Right. I'm, I'm all yours, whatever other time you're available. So um, so that's cool. So th- I think I'll be able to get, a, hopefully, a decent-sized game of that. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm in. Find a time we're free. Okay. I'm in. I, I lo- really enjoyed that game, and I haven't played since it's made a lot of changes. So. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, so yeah. So that's that's good. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and Friday I don't have anything special. Uh, you know, Friday is just my day to. I'll do a lot of shopping, try and hang out, play some games. You yeah. Know? So yeah, mm-hmm. good. Saturday will be much the same uh, during the day for me anyway. No, nothing going on, no plans during the day on Saturday. Uh, just not until the uh, the grand event on Saturday evening. I don't know right. about you. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I have to. Um, so I mentioned quite a while ago that John Gilmore and I were working on a big secret project, right? Kind of stalled out for a bit. People had a lot going on. Obviously, John had more going on than I did. I mean, I may have had as much going on as John did, but not with games. <laughs> it was just other <laughs> life stuff. But anyway, so uh, we've now added another designer to help us. Um, somebody who everybody knows and loves. Uh, I feel like I just shouldn't say his name just because he loves when I do that. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Julio was actually uh, Julio uh, Julio Navarro. Julio uh, Nassario. We should stop making that joke. We should. That's probably you, mean. At do you this think point. it makes him mad? I don't know. I don't know. He basically said that's his whole life. So I don't know him uh, well enough to know if that if he still thinks that's funny or not. I know him well enough to know he's like the nicest person I've ever met. That's true. And I've met some really nice people. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's about. He's probably in about the the eighty percent range of nicest people that I've met. No, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> Anyway, so let me tell you a little story about how nice this guy is. Okay, okay. Julio, me. if you don't like this story, let Rob know. He'll he'll go back in time and edit it out. But <laughs> so when I met Julio at Origins, he uh stayed. He was like late. He had had like a terrible morning trying to get there the day that I was there, uh, because he was trying to get some stuff together and he like took extra time to finish a prototype because he had this like brilliant inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets there and he realizes. After all the crap that happened, he left the prototype in his hotel room, right? He's basically, the, his hotel room at that point might as well have been in Narnia. It was far enough away, right? Yeah. He literally is like, I totally left that in my hotel room. He's like, oh, man. Oh, man, that really stinks, man. I'm really bummed about that. And I was like, I might like throw a chair at this point, right? Like, literally, I'm late. All this stuff sucked. And he was just like... Oh, I'm super bummed about that. That's man. And a couple minutes later, he looked like he might get angry and he was like, oh, man, I'm still super bummed about that. And I was like, wow, look at you with like the not getting mad about something. And he's like, you know what? I've got this. I've got this. I'm just going to redo it. And he just did it right there. Like he was like, if only I had some colored markers. And I was like, oh, guess what? The one thing I always bring me these colored Sharpies. So he like remade the game right on the spot there. Nice. Um. So that is the nicest like guy dealing with like a bad situation I've ever seen in my life. Like if it was you or me, like expletives probably everywhere. It'd have been bad news bears. And he was just yeah. like, like, Oh man, that stinks. So, and I was like, wow, I super respect this guy. 
Yeah, that's so, great. Anyway, so yeah, he's going to work with John and I. Um, there were some some things that we were struggling with, and Julio, I think, is a good fit uh, to help with that. And John and I talked, and Julio and John have met a couple times now uh, at Umpub and some stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, and they hit it off as well. So uh, so now we're going to try and move forward on this, and uh, I think now we've got kind of the what we need to uh, succeed. Uh, there was already a couple things where I'm like, well, we're stuck in this and this, and Julio was like, what about this and that? And it was like... You're hired, dude. You're so hired. <laughs> um, and um, I can't remember if I told anybody that we had kind of set up a uh, like a pre-deal with a publisher uh, looking at that. I'm not sure that you talked about that. So I don't know if I did or not. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to say any names or anything, but uh, that ended up um, for the... A, the way it was working for us, the way it was working for them, it just ended up not being like a great match and like no hard feelings. It just was like the publisher was like, Hey, I'm kind of doing these things now. And we're like, Hey, yeah, that's, you're right. Like, that's not, that's not a good fit. And that's totally cool. Um, it was always just kind of an informal thing. I mean, it was formal, but it was still informal, like, you know, uh, among publishers. And, uh, so, so yeah, so we kind of agreed like, you know what, we'll take the pressure off everyone and, uh, we'll do that. And about that time was when Julio jumped on anyways, and he wasn't part of that original agreement, so it, it worked out really well. So um, so that, you know, I'm totally good good with that. But so we need to meet and uh, get some work done while we're at Gen Con, if we can, uh, mm-hmm. to try and push ourselves forward a little bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's the that's the big thing for me. But then, yes, Saturday night. Saturday night. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night. At 8 p.m. 8 p.m. <clears throat> Location TBD. <laughs> Thanks, Gen Con. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you submit things to their event calendar two months before the event. And I mean, I mean, I know, I know they opened the event catalog submission thing like two months before that. Right. But still, you'd think in two months they could, they could find you a room or give you any information whatsoever. Any kind of a response. Nothing. Um, they, uh, and here's the here's the, the best part that makes me because you had said well you know I heard that they had more submissions than ever and I was like great great tell me why I can still submit one today yeah like, that's really what yeah. is the point of that it's never gonna happen right you could still I mean when this goes up on the thirtieth I bet you could still go in there and submit an event yeah on oh, the thirtieth yeah, yeah. when yeah. this episode goes up what good is that gonna do anyone yeah no what, one why 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 yeah well, just turn it off when you're done turn it off. Yeah, it's, know. you know, if you reach your capacity, it's totally cool if you want to turn it off. No hard feelings, guys. So, so, yeah. So we'll either have a room or we won't. If we don't have a room, we have totally a contingency plan. It'll work great. Mm-hmm. It has in the past. No worries whatsoever. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, there are plenty of other locations that we can host it mm-hmm. where we will, where it will not be a problem. I can think of three off, literally off the top of my head mm-hmm. where it's not a problem at all. Yeah, so uh, that's why we say watch our Twitter. Um, watch our Twitter. Uh, we... We'll know, we will know by the time we get to Gen Con, right? And we will have made a decision at that point and we would start, we will start tweeting about it on, right, on right. Thursday afternoon. Yep. Yeah, we'll tweet the location that we're going to use. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. So in the first year it was not in a, not in a real location and it nope. went fine. It went fine. Yeah. So maybe better than the other years. I don't know. You be the judge. Watch the videos. Yeah. Well, we won't have uh, trains going overhead at least. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Which we always get in the rooms they stick us in. Yeah. So, um, so talk a little bit about this, or do you want to do the preview first and make them wait longer? Uh, no, we can talk previews? about this. Well, I don't. What are you? I don't care. What do you want? Whatever you want to do. Let's make them wait. All right. So Spoils. we we you went wait. through the um, 
there's a list on BGG about uh, new yes. games being released at Gen Con. We do this every year, and we like to go through that list and uh, pick out things that interest us. Tell them what you said to me though earlier. I found that intriguing. So I, I'm not sure. I feel like there was less stuff on the list that I was interested in this year, and I don't know why that is. I don't know. It could be that I feel like there's just not as much innovation, not as many new and surprising things this time around, or maybe I'm just being crotchety and picky and grumpy. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's a combination of the both. I'm really not sure. And that's not to say that there's nothing new and innovative and cool on there. I just feel like there there might not be as many exciting and surprising and, and interesting new ideas from what I could see. It seems like a lot of a lot of presser luck games, a lot of co-ops, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of kind of words on cards style party games. Just a lot of stuff rehashed, right? Yeah. And, and not to say, again, not to say that those are bad games or anything. It's just uh, not a lot of it really uh, uh, took me, uh, you know, made me, made me stop and go, oh, hey, hang on. What's that? Um, so, yeah. But anyway, you've got the longer list. So why don't you start? A longer list by <laughs> one title. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Her. All right. My first one on the list, I'm just going to go straight on my list, is yep. What's for Dinner? Um, this is a game uh, that says, you know, ever had trouble? You can't decide what to eat for dinner. What's for Dinner is a light and fast game designed to cleanse the palate, inspire hungry players, and bring friends together. Um, each uh, player is dealt three dining trait cards. They discard one card, keep one hidden, and reveal the third. Uh, and you are building uh, what you're going to eat. Uh, the packaging was really clever on this. Also, it tells you that bacon is wild. And uh, I bacon thought, is pretty wild. I thought that is worth checking out. So, um, okay. is that a kids game? No, no, it's actually an adult game. Okay. So yeah, but it looked like fun. So uh, I thought I'd check it out. Cool. Uh, first one I've got is called Sword Crafters from Adam's Apple Games. Uh, this was on Kickstarter last year, and I and I only saw it after the Kickstarter had ended. Otherwise, I probably would have backed it. Uh, from Adam's Apple Games, uh, it, it's the game, you're bi- literally building a sword, a, a sword that you pick up and hold and wave around as you're playing the game. And but with yeah. with slotted tiles that you slot together and you make a you make a long sword and you score based on set, making pairs and sets of, uh, uh, of gems as you... as. But like you physically build something you can hold up? Yes. Like how cool is that? I want that game. Yeah, yeah. I miss that. So I'm pretty stoked about seeing that. These are the guys who did uh, Brewmasters. Brewmasters? Yeah, brew, yeah. Uh, brew, or brew, yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's, I think brewmasters. it's brewmasters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, which I unfortunately have not played, but uh, I always like the look of that. And and Swordcrafters. I mean, holy cow! What it's just it's it's one of those clever and surprising and and neat ideas uh, that um, that I think it, it gets me excited. I like I like new approaches. I agree that the idea that like you can just oh man yeah I mean is, you're not going to have a sword fight and smack them against each other right well, I mean you could but you'd probably regret it is my yeah, guess right but, but I mean um, you're gonna you are gonna build a sword that you can pick up and hold and take pictures with and stuff which is cool that is the uh, that's the box for what's for dinner that's oh nice yeah. looking right yeah. looks like a sandwich or a hamburger I can't tell mm-hmm. um, all right so I'm scrolling down my list here because I uh, was gonna just go through my notes but i realize my notes don't say what type of game it is it just talks about the game and mm. that is kind of boring so the next game i have though was called brothers okay i saw that um brothers is a area enclosure modular board 
Uh, you and your brother are peaceful farmers, or at least you were. Your herds are getting too big for the pasture. Outsmart your brother by placing your enclosures so he can't correctly place his and show him you're the one who's the head of the cattle in the family. Uh, with a head for cattle in the family. I read that wrong. Uh, so anyways, that sounds neat to me. So, uh, yeah. I liked that one. All right on. Uh, next I've got is Trainmaker from AEG. Uh, it is a fast-paced press-your-luck dice game that puts players in the roles of aspiring railroad mag- magnates building an empire. Uh, so dice rolling game, press-your-luck, uh, building on a train. That's cool. That, I mean, that sounds neat. Uh, I'll give that a try. Um, I like Ticket to Ride so much that I will that I will uh, <laughs> I will give just about any train game a try based on my love for Ticket to Ride. I'm sure <clears> it's in a completely different game. I'm sure it could not be more different, but it's trains, so my brain goes there. Yeah. My next game is Dino Party. Uh, Dino Party is uh, a kids game, modular board action dexterity. Uh, you're adopting different species of dinosaurs and attempt to save them from certain destruction by throwing adorable dinosaur meeples on ever I know an ever increasing inhospitable board. So it sounds like fun. You killing sure. dinosaurs, kids will love that. Kids love killing things. Uh, I'm kind of excited about Onitama Way of the Wind. It's an expansion for Onitama. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, expansion for Onitama inc- includes a Wind Spirit, a neutral game p- game piece that creates a new layer of interaction in the game. Uh, new uh, two new move cards are also included, as well as eight Wind Spirit cards. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I love Onitama. One of my favorite two player games of the last you know six or seven years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, an expansion is intriguing. So I picked this next game only because it sounds like a game I tried to design with uh, Andy Lennox a long time ago. Uh-huh. Kingdom Run. Uh, two to four players. Uh, p- uh, action, movement, programming, and dice rolling. Uh, every hundred years, the king organizes a race from the different clans in the kingdom. Uh, the reward for the winners is the throne. So, so that sounded interesting to me because, it, like I said, it sounds like the game that Andy and I wanted to make yeah. that we never could figure out, right? Um. But uh, what does this say right here? Uh, yeah, yeah. You have to use your brain because strangely, the faster you are, the faster your opponent can be. Specifically, for each step forward you take, your opponent takes two steps forward. Hmm. That sounds impossible. I want to try that. <laughs> yeah, that's a neat idea. Uh, next one I have uh, is Shadowrun Sprawl Ops. I really like Shadowrun. I always have since I was a kid. Uh, a competitive game for two to four players that can be played in 60 to 90 minutes. Uh, cyberpunk worker placement game. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, missions are resolved by rolling combinations of custom dice. A diverse team of Shadowrunners gives you access to more combinations of dice, and your upgrades add even more dice to your pool. Take on smaller missions to earn, earn creds, then put those right back into more experienced runners and better gear. Anyway, I like Shadowrun. It looks like... Uh, uh, you know, I'm not big on competitive game or uh, uh, excuse me on cooperative games. I like that it's a comp- competitive game, right? Um, uh, I love the theme Shadowrun. I'm I'm just always into Shadowrun. So yeah, cool. All right, the next one I have is Highlander: The Duel. I saw that. <laughs> I couldn't not pick it. I mean, it's Highlander. It's a game. It's a two player game. Highlander called The Duel. I would hope it is. Card drafting pattern recognition. Uh, sure. It's got uh, a drawing of uh, of uh, the Highlander and the Corgan on the Kurgan. front. Kurgan, Kurgan, whatever. He's not a cor- uh, he's not a small dog. That's a corgi. I know. Well, it was close. No, he's the Kurgan. Totally different. What if what if he's the Kurgan but he's a corgi? Then he'd be the Corgan. 
and he's and he's a Highlander puppy. That'd sure, be, sure, that would be sure. adorable, especially with the with the next scar, you know, and the yeah. safety pins to the next scar. Yeah, that'd, sure. You're the worst. Uh, ninja Ninja Squad sounded interesting, but I didn't write anything down about it. So okay. moving on. <laughs> All right. Next one I've got is Pantone the game because I'm I'm a color nerd. You are, and I saw that and I was like. Oh, I need to know what that is. Um, uh, the player is the uh, uh, who is the uh, currently the artist chooses a character card, then designs a represent, representation of that color using only color swatch cards. The other players subsequently take turns trying to guess who it is. If no one can guess the character during a round, a hint is given at the start of the next round. Blah blah blah. So somehow you're arranging color swatches to make things. I don't understand. Sounds weird. Sounds, it sounds like right up your alley. Yes, it sounds like the kind of thing I might I might be into. My next game is Expansity. Um, so there's a lot of hubbub about this game. Is there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Alex Cutler, who I've never heard of, and Matt Fantastic, who I have, I've never, I've been around around when Matt was around, mm. uh, but I don't know Matt personally. Uh, but I know I've seen Matt before. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Expansity is a city building uh, game in which players both collaborate and compete to build a thriving metropolis block by block. You lay down tiles and then you stack things on top of it, which is what got me. So modular board, city building, action point allowance system. Uh, and like if you watch the trailer, they make a video about it. You stack it up as you go. And it's, cool. it looks really cool. Neat. Cool. I've got Lucky's Misadventures. I have no idea what kind of game this is, but I like the description. You and your dog Lucky should not have taken that shortcut through the woods that night. How were you to know that you would be taken through a portal to Oddtopia, a surreal world of tinkerers, wickeds, and oddlings? The great mechanical toad reveals the fates to all. What is your fate? Will you and Lucky find a way home, or will you stay, build your power, and become the Witchard of Oddtopia? That's just like word salad. And Literally I wanna, is word salad. I want to know more about that. <laughs> That's super weird. Next game I have is Gizmos. It's a two to four player hand management game. A little bit long on the playtime, 40 to 50 minutes. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, the smartest minds of our generation are gathering for the great science fair. Everyone is working hard on their creations, but only one can be crowned champion. Contestants have to think on the fly to build their machines quickly and efficiently. Whose project will be the best? Gizmos. Hmm. Honestly, the cover art just looked real fun. Okay. <laughs> I've got Costume Party Assassins. Uh, in this game, you are all rival assassins who've been invited to the same costume party. Because of the elaborate costumes, you do not know anyone's identity except your own. Roam the party, mingle, have some punch, and try to assassinate all of your rivals. Be the last assassin partying, and you win. Players are secretly assigned one of 20 unique meeple characters at the beginning of the game using character cards. On your turn, you roll the die and move any character on the board according to simple movement rules. If you roll black, however, you must act. You may either assassinate, that's remove one meeple from the room your, your secret character is in, thus revealing vital information about your identity, or you may draw the top card of the character deck. The character on the card leaves the party and is removed from the game. You may draw a character card at most three times, after which you must assassinate a character in the same room as your secret character. Uh, if you are the only character in a room and you have already drawn three character cards, you are dishonored and must assassinate yourself. Anyway, so it seems it to me. Wow. Yeah, uh, it, it seemed to me like kind of a um, uh, um, shoot. Um, what's the game that uh, you have it over there? Don't you? What is that? Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. Like Phantom of the Opera, but 
but for more players maybe um anyway yeah it sounded neat i sound like something i would try cool cool the next one i have is blockus duo which is blockus but made for two players specifically i like blockus it's a massive game ever but played, it's fun i've never played blockus it's a good time yeah okay uh, I've got Altiplano, Altiplano. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway, I saw it because it's got a picture of a llama on the cover, and I'm like, all right, I'll play that. Um, uh, let's see. At start of the game, players have access only to certain resources and goods due to the different role title tiles that each player receives that provide them. At the market, however, a player can acquire additional production sites that give new options. Numerous goods such as fish, alpaca, cacao, silver, or corn all have their own characteristics and places where they can be used. Uh, silver makes you rich rich fish can be exchanged for other goods alpaca give you wool that you can make into cloth anyway so it seems like a, a good um, good uh, solid traditional euro hopefully yeah uh, renegade generally it's from renegade they, they're they're making pretty good stuff so um, and thematically I like I like the, the picture I mean, it was probably an alpaca on the cover then come to think of it. it was probably it was not a llama but anyway I would assume it's an alpaca yeah altiplano means alpaca in some other language does it I have no idea. Okay. Liar. Next game I have is another kid's game called Monster Match, where you are um, trying to match monsters, and it's a kid's game, and little tiled monsters. It's pretty cool looking. Um, also, just for you, Rob, Tonto Core, Doki Doki <laughs> Beach Volleyball. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan. actually a thing. Uh, what else you got? Okay. I've got Dinosaur Tea Party. <laughs> I don't really want to play this game. I really have a lot of interest in it other than to to verify that that it's anything at all like mine. Actually, I'll read the description here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dinosaur Tea Party is a game of pure deduction for two to five homo sapiens. Each player takes a card corresponding to one of the dino guests. Players take turns asking each other's questions or guessing their dinosaur's name. If someone guesses your name, draw a new card. The first player to guess three names wins. So it almost sounds like my theme with your amnesia game to some degree. I want to set that on fire. Yeah, me too. Let's go find that booth. <laughs> it's uh, Restoration Games. Guess what? We're coming for you. Okay. <laughs> and my final game, mm-hmm. my final game. Do you have one left too? I have one left. Is Nyctophobia. Okay. Nyctophobia is a game that was designed by like a, I don't know, like a teenage girl who wanted to, uh, this is a great story, who wanted to uh, design a game that, like her uncle or somebody, is blind. And so she wanted a game that made you feel like uh, like, like like him, right? So you could like understand what it's like to be blind, right? I'm almost to it here. I want to read the description because, aha, nyctophobia. Um, designed by Catherine Stippel. I'm guessing this is her first game. Um Welcome to the experiential tabletop game that is going to redefine what it means to play a game. Nyctophobia, which means fear of the dark, is a cooperative game of survival in which up to four players must work together to escape a maniacal predator chasing them in a pitch black forest. But there's a wrinkle. The would-be survivors play the game with blackout glasses. Players cannot see the board and have to rely on touch to navigate their way to safety. So are you afraid of the dark? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And three of the people are, some of the people are cooperative, and I think one person is, is can see the board and is trying to hose you as hmm. the maniac. But oh my gosh, doesn't that sound kind of cool? Yeah, sounds neat. Yeah. So anyways, um, that's Pandasaurus. Okay. That's my last one. Cool. 
Last one I've got. Uh, I'm just really curious about the Choose Your Own Adventure book or Choose Your Own Adventure game that Z-Man's got, uh, House of Danger. Um, I it, I couldn't. The brief description on um, on the list didn't say anything about the mechanics, so I don't really know how it plays. But thematically, you know, I read gajillions of those Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was a little kid. Uh, and so just, I, I think that's a, that's a funny hook. Obviously they're appealing to some nostalgia, yeah. but it works for me. So I will look at that. And that is last thing on my cool. list. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the, the thing that we always get excited about, right. Is the game that we don't know about yet. Right. The surprise, the new thing. We say this every year. Um, we, the, the thing we're most excited to see is the thing that we don't know we're going to see yet. Yes, every um, year. There's always something that surprises us that we stumble across that we get excited about Yep. Um, without fail. Every year there's been at least one thing. Um, every single year. So, yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> but uh, now it's time to talk about the IDC. The IDC. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the fact that we even have to have this IDC this year is kind of frustrating to me. Uh, because we picked two two nice people uh, who are uh, and that was two T B O T O O nice people two T O play this game because well because they just don't like each other and we don't know why um, and I it makes me sad because they're both so nice these are two people we've known for a while now uh, that's not true uh, bad I, blood though I lied about that but bad blood right um, you know. Um, the one, the one, it's two gentlemen this year. It's two gentlemen. The the one uh, who I've known for a very long time, usually he's a nice guy, uh, but you know, uh, at some point, the fact that uh, everything he touches turns to gold just uh, just went to his head, right? Yeah, it's I true. think that was the problem. Right. And then you've got a, Full of himself, really. a new guy, up and coming designer, yep. uh, seeing some early success uh, and, you know, just kind of being, kind of being a jerk about it. So uh, really full of himself, really full yeah. of himself. Uh and so these two designers uh, wound up in a room together at Origins, and uh, we had to break up a fist fight between them, uh, which would be would be scary because you know uh, again because the one guy has a hand made of gold, so that's not really it's not really safe. Uh, but anyways, so these two guys uh, causing problems, uh, you know, kicked out of Origins early, not cool. Um, you know, prototypes were ruined. Um, uh, small dogs were chased. It was it was not it was not a good scene. So, do you have anything to add about those two and their and their feud? Well, I think it all goes back to their childhoods. Um, they didn't know each other in their childhoods, of course. Of course not. No, no, no. They they'd only met recently for the first time. But I think it all goes back to the childhoods where, um, you know, they they just knew right. There was a, there was a sense when they were children that one day they would meet somebody. Who just just rubbed them the wrong way, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. and uh, and that that childhood trauma never left them, and uh, and now it has manifested in, in in this way in this this event, um, you know, uh, it, it's the thing the things that we experience as children stay with us. They do, they do, and they both experienced extremely different things, uh, right. and that's probably the problem. Right? Yeah, that they don't have that common experience that shared background uh 
and and so they're just unable to find common ground now today right, right. with each other i mean with other people sure yeah, yeah i mean they're both just generous and warm-hearted oh, yeah. human beings that yeah. really i could not speak more highly of either of them individually but something about when they get together it all falls apart and uh and just the real the real the real uh uh deep set conflict just just can't can't be removed it's 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 strange it's um yeah, I mean, this it's just, you know, it's almost like, you know, if you try and push two poles of the same magnet to each other, right? The two two matching, but they just push away, right? You uh-huh. have to have the opposite, right? And uh, except these guys are very much opposites, and they still don't attract, right? In fact, no. they repel. They repel, repel so much, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's sad. It's sad, but. Uh, I frankly don't think it's going to matter. I think when you get done with this competition, they're going to hate each other just as much, maybe even more. I hope more. Uh, I, I mean, really hope more. Honestly, yeah. You know. Boy, that would make me happy. It would make me happy too. Again, would make me feel good about myself. Yeah, which is yeah. what's really, I mean, that's important. This right? is what this is about, right? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. It's about us feeling better. I mean, it's about embarrassing two people, right. not really solving their problems. No. Somebody gets a karate medal. Making up a bunch of shit about people. And we feel good. And we right? feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? No, that's like the truest thing we've ever said. If there's something wrong about that, I don't want to be right. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Who wants to be right? Yeah. Not me. No. It's crazy. Um, so yeah. who are these guys, Jason? Well, well, okay. So well, you, you just spoiled it, but, um, you know. What? So you just spoiled it. I spoiled it. You did. No, we already said they were guys. What, what did you just say to me? I said, who are they, Jason? Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. I don't know what that means. I really don't know what that means. Who are they, Jason? I don't know. That's the thing. One of them is named Jason. Oh, and the other one is who? 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 I don't know. Julio. Julio. What? That's right, folks. Jason Katarski, the man with the golden hand, yeah. versus Julio Nazario, just this dude we know. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Who also, honestly, is kind of kind of getting his own golden hand. If we're going to be honest, yeah, but we can't. We're not licensed to talk about that. So, yeah, well, yeah. What well, he 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 mentioned that he had a good origins, right? He did. He had a good origins, and I think he's going to get a golden foot, and he's going to kick Jason's ass. With right. Him. That's what I think. This is this is going to be this is this is the battle of golden titans. Is it what is. This is. Yeah. Basically, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so that's what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Jason Katarski versus Julio Nazario yes. in the IDC 2018 Gen Con. But there's more. But there's more. We have three judges, we one had, of which you know. You, well, who? Last year's biggest loser. Hey. Matt Loomis. Matt Loomis. Still not as big of a loser as Josh Mills, but a big loser. Yeah. Um, true. And we... As it's now become uh, become our thing, mm-hmm. uh, we invite a builder. Uh, we That's don't hold right. contests because we don't want Nate. Uh, so we invite a builder. 
We're done with that. You don't want need to win. <laughs> Next week, we have a voicemail from that hoser. I haven't even listened to it yet, but we're going to on the show, buddy. Uh, but anyways, we don't want Nate to win, so we don't have a contest. Uh, um, so instead, we just thought we'll just pick someone Nate knows. Nate's buddy. <laughs> no, but no, so over the last couple of years, uh, we have, I think the last couple of years now, it feels like at least a couple of years, I feel like I've known him forever. It's a, It sucks. Um, no, uh, we've met uh, Kelly, Kelly Hoagland. And yep. uh, Kelly is an is amazing dude. Super fun to hang out with. Uh, had mm-hmm. a great time with him at Grand Con last year. Was yep. that? No, that was Unpub Midwest. Yes. It was Unpub Midwest. Him and yep. I hung out a lot. And uh, we had dinner together. It was, it was great. It was really good to get to know him. And uh, The fact that Circuitous has not been picked up by a publisher is a crime. It is a crime. Yep. That game is amazing. Yep. So if you're a publisher listening, you should check out Circuitous because it's really good. Yep. Um, it's very inventive. Very good. Uh, but anyways, and then... We wanted to try and do something different for the head judge this year. Not like we did last year, because we heard loud and clear, you want a real head judge, not those schmucks in the audience. Right. We get it. Um, but we, we decided instead of going for a designer this year, we would go with somebody who is designer adjacent, really. Um, and uh, But we also wanted somebody that, that people in the industry like and deal with and know. Mm-hmm. Not like us. Not like us. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, definitely more positive than us. Right. Uh, and likable. Yeah, unlikable. Well, of course. And this this person is super likable. Uh, I very much enjoy talking to her and hanging out with her. She was also at Umpire Midwest. Uh, and and uh, and basically, this is how she bought her way into this seat. She gave my kids these two little game designer things, these little game designer kits. Uh-huh. I don't know where she got them. Uh, maybe from somewhere. But anyways... She gave it to my kids, and since then, my son has been trying to design games. So thanks for that. Um, no, no, it's, been, it's actually great. I love that he's doing that. Uh, and that really helped kind of kickstart him into that. Uh, so that is Carrie McIver, Ooh. also known as Carrie Rundle McIver. Carrie Rundle, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. I don't know if there's anything else people Carrie, call Carrie her. Carrie Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. She uh, she actually works for Panda, which is not why we asked her, uh, but she uh, is well known uh, around the community, very mm-hmm. friendly with a lot of people. Uh, Julio, I apologize ahead of time because I realized after uh, we asked her that uh, Jason Katarski officiated their wedding, uh, her and her husband's wedding, so... There could be some bias there. I don't know. I hope I mean, so. I hope so. I hope so. Make for a better show. I mean, I just want to point out, if anybody says anything about bias, yeah. Matt Loomis got his butt kicked last year, and his best designer pal, his best good friend, <laughs> as Forrest Gump would say, Isaac Shalev, who was one of the judges. It's, yeah, that's true. So um, so anyways, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm sure Carrie will be impartial, or not. I don't so, care. Uh, there was a point where I thought it might be funny to make it be uh, Katarski versus Adam, uh, Carrie's husband. <laughs> but then I thought she might actually not be impartial, and that would be bad. That would be Even bad. though Katarski would lose, which would be funny. So um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, that is our that is our lineup this year. We'll have a lot of crazy stuff that's going to happen. Uh, I know of at least one round that we've designed that's going to be great that we thought of with Nicole Amato, yep. last year's champion. Um, beyond that... It's, it's, you know, we got yeah. that other round where they stand there and they do the thing back and yeah. forth to do the thing. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's going to be killer. Right. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah. Um, the the other thing that we talked about, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think it's going to work either. We yeah. should probably just do it anyways. Though. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, that's we can need at least one of those rounds. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. We need at least one round where the audience is like, "What's happening? I don't yeah. know." Right. Yeah. Um, the the best news though, the most important news is that our our famed iPadographer. Uh, uh, Chris Kopak, we couldn't our do buddy, it then. Is back. Couldn't do it without him. Yeah, yeah. 
I tweeted about that. Boy was retweeting that, Facebooking it. Like within he's seconds. Like, yeah. yeah. He he really frankly hypes it a little too much. <laughs> hey, whatever. Still makes us look good. We we talked to a designer this year though, and I'm just gonna spoil this. Uh-oh. We talked to someone. I'm not gonna say who it was. Uh, they they were also happened to be uh, having a feud. Yeah, whatever. Uh, with someone, and so we were trying to get those two people feuding, and they were they were not available because I frankly I think they resolved the feud on their own. Uh, but this designer, you know, so what, fun. you know what they said to me when they said I can't do it. They said what they say. They said I'm really sad because being in the IDC is on my designer bucket list, <laughs> and I wanted to be like, what are you doing with your life, bro? Yeah, like, yeah what are you to, doing with it? Let's look at your bucket list yeah. together and clean it up. Okay. <laughs> Just, just we need to make some cuts, right, right, because because you're making poor choices with your life, right, yeah, right. But that was that was cool to hear, right? I mean, this, oh, this yeah. stupid thing has grown to be a stupid thing that people enjoy, yeah. Uh, and frankly, I mean, that is basically the the description of this podcast as well. So the stupid thing is still stupid, and people keep listening. Does that make <laughs> right. them stupid too? <laughs> I don't want to insult the listeners, but maybe, maybe. So, um, so. IDC is going to be great. Again, yeah. you want to it's follow at J.A. Slingerland, at Poorly Underscore Designed, and at Podcast BTG. I Please. promise I will tweet from that about the event. Uh, we will get you a location ASAP. Um, you could also follow the uh, people. Um, I want to say that uh, Julio was at who Nazario or Nazaro. Naz- uh, let's look at it. I don't remember. Um, Katarski is at Green Couch Games. Just follow that one. I know that's a real one. Carrie McIver, who used to be Carrie Rundle, has the single best Twitter handle ever made, which is at ready to rundle. Which That's pretty is good. Amazing. Julio as is at Junazaru, uh, which is J-U-N-A-Z-A-R-U. Um, what about uh Kelly? I'm bad with Twitter handles off the top of my head, but Kelly is on Twitter. Is he? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure we follow each other. Or I'm wrong. This is the type of thing that if you were a real podcast, you'd be prepared for, but that we are not. Because he's not living in Montana. And he's not the wife of a very hardworking man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. He could be. We haven't talked in a little while. It's been a (laughs) minute. That's fair. Right. I mean, (laughs) it's fair. Probably not, though. Probably probably not. not. And uh, yeah, Uh, if you're on Twitter, dude, I'm not following you, so let's fix that. uh, (laughs) I don't think he's on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Jason Katarski is actually at Jason Katarski, so follow that. But pretty sure at Green Couch Games is like a real thing, though. Too, oh, yeah, so. that's a real thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So IDC Saturday at Gen Con at 8 p.m., uh, location TBD. We will let you know. Uh, follow us on Twitter. And that's uh, that's it for tonight, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's going to be great. So um, by the time this episode goes up, we will be packed and prepared and ready to go for Gen Con. But if you have any cool ideas for for rounds for the IDC, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like we won't still be figuring it out on the drive down there i mean we'll i that's that would be bad we've never done that before we o- we've we i've always had it typed out ahead of time yeah like typically like like about a week ahead of time yeah, yeah so you need to get on that tomorrow yeah i actually <laughs> plan tomorrow to create the uh rundown that okay. we can work from because <laughs> yeah because we we one thing is we do like to use old rounds sparingly oh, yeah. but yeah those you know old favorites so yeah yeah so i can tell you one thing i promise you this is a spoiler but you know it will not be included I can think of one word from last year that will not be included this year. What's that word? Pinata. That's right. <laughs> that was a bad idea. That was a real bad it's idea. Really bad. Real bad idea. 
Yeah. I almost really, lost my face to that thing. Really bad idea. So, yeah. That could have gotten ugly. That could have gotten real ugly. Like, my it, face would have been ugly. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're just going to say that. You're just going to put it out there, Jason. I mean, I mean, what do you expect me to say? As soon as I said it, I was like, you idiot. You just, I mean. Could have been uglier. Okay. So. Right. All right. Could have been even more of a mess right. than it usually is. Yeah. On that note, let's thanks everybody for good listening. <laughs> we gotta give the sign out, man. I thought you already did. It's that. not good night yet. I'm done. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com or call our Google Voice number at 770-TEL-BTGR. We already settled the Twitter crap. Um, you can uh, <laughs> give us good reviews, buy our games, uh, and uh, and we'll do this again next week. Next week, we're, we are, I should say, next week will not be a Gen Con live show. We will try and do some recording while we are at Gen Con, but next week we will not be putting up a Gen, li- Gen Con live show. We're going to record that in advance, and uh, any recording we do live at Gen Con will go up in two weeks. So the weekend after, right, we're right. So um, hopefully, if we have good space at the IDC, we'll do a little recording after. Last year, that was the most fun thing we've ever recorded at Gen Con. It was great, ever. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely have the handheld with us for that. And now we will say good night. Good night. <laughs> Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. So for the Gen Con episode, we're going to talk about what's going on at Gen Con. Do we want to talk all about the IDC and all the major players? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Presuming Loomis says yes, he can judge. He hasn't responded yet, so... I sure hope he can judge. I hope so. I mean, if not, literally, we could grab anyone out of the audience and replace that guy. Oh, yeah. You hear me, Matt? You're replaceable. There's your stinger. <laughs> <laughs>